Hi there. This is a mini-sode of the Sod's Law podcast, recorded in Krakow, Poland, where I travelled to record Ukrainian refugee and aid worker stories exactly one month since the Russian invasion of Ukraine. My main intention was to document the work of an organisation called JRoots, a Jewish heritage and educational organisation that has transformed its Poland operations into a full-blown humanitarian aid venture. After recording a full-length podcast with JRoots co-founder Svi Sperber, he advised me to go to a number of different places within Krakow with the limited time I had available. This is Isabella, a scout leader from Krakow who, along with many others, has spent most of the last four weeks volunteering at Krakow train station to greet Ukrainian refugees with food, water, blankets, essential items and advice. I was lucky to record this. It was about 8.30am and the station wasn't yet heaving. As we talked, a number of trains from the border arrived and Isabella was needed again at the aid post she was running. So, here you go. Here's me talking with Krakow volunteer Isabella. Hi, my name is Isabella. I'm a scout leader here in uh, Krakow. I'm uh, one of the volunteers who is uh, coordinating a work of scouts, our team, and uh, who works also with uh, all the local volunteers at the train station in Krakow. What we have here and what we do here is the place where uh, refugees can come for tea and coffee. It's usually the first place where, where they received some warm food, uh, sandwiches, um, some uh, sweets. Uh, we have uh, some um, uh, milk and uh, juice boxes for kids. Um, so everything what they received as the first meal here to uh, when they uh, come to the train station in Krakow. There is also other volunteer places or centers where they get all the chemical products, diapers, blankets. Uh, this is run by Caritas. A few platforms further, there is a place uh, where they get some warm food. It's in a big tent in front. There is also one big tent when uh, they are sleeping here. Few places where they can stay uh, for a short bit and uh, stay overnight. Uh, the other scouting group is running also the long-term sleeping uh, uh, sleepover places for refugees, and also mother and uh, child location where mom and and kids can uh, sleep overnight or for a couple of hours before they uh, move forward uh, to the other location also here in the neighborhood. Uh, of course, there is also a center of uh, coordination for volunteers in Krakow run by, um, by the local government. And there is a place where they can register in Krakow and find a, a place to stay and transportation or go to the, let's call it the refugee camps or the global sleeping places. Uh, so this is all what is happening. We have uh, here shifts every six hours. We have one coordinator taking over and a bunch of volunteers, depending on the time of the day and, of course, uh, frequency of trains coming. It can be tons of work and it can be not so much of work, but still a lot. <laughs> I think the first time when I came for my shift, uh, that was the most difficult duty I ever had in my life. Uh, and I live for some time already. It was so difficult that I couldn't find my car afterwards upstairs at the parking spot. 
So we have uh, between 10 and 20 volunteers, many Russian and Ukrainian uh, speakers uh, which are coming. We have a section where people are coming and asking for, um, for products and for what they want to drink and eat or ask for directions. Um, there is a section uh, which takes care of all the storage and there is a big section which makes sandwiches. There is plenty of people who are bringing us food, products which they can, you know, everything is packed and they can just grab it and take it with themselves. Water, it's absolute scarcity right now. Everybody is, um, uh, you know, whenever the huge tons of water is coming after two, three hours, it might be gone already. And uh, there is, uh, of course, you know, a huge help from uh, from people who are coming and asking what they can buy, what they can bring. There is uh, tons of people making uh, sandwiches and, and supporting us with that. It's best to, of course, inform us before what we need and uh, when they could bring it, because sometimes we know ahead when the trains are coming and how many people is in the train, of course. In the beginning, we also had the warm soups. Right now, there is a different section uh, which is uh, uh, taking care of that. And there is also a bunch of people who are making soups and bringing and spreading that uh, next to Caritas or in the tents in front of the train station in Krakow. How many people do you think you're assisting with this one help center every day? I have that's such a difficult question because every day it differs. Today, when I took over my shift at 5.30 in the morning, and I was told that the night was very quiet and in the beginning we were wondering what we'll be doing. But right now there's people coming and going, so there's always something. And I know that there is a, a small break waiting period and I know that there is less uh, refugees at the border. Uh, so there is less refugees going through the border and there's a lot of people waiting in the Lviv of what is going to happen. Uh, as I was told, there is 600 to 700,000 people in Lviv uh, who are waiting to be... That's just east of the border, isn't just it? The, just this part. Yeah. Uh, who's waiting what to do further. So if this wave is coming, then there will be a lot of work. But there were days that during one shift, and I'm talking about six-hour shift, we would have four to five trains of 400 to 500 people. Sometimes during the night would be trains of 1,200 in one train. So I didn't never run the statistics, to be honest, but every day is different. And uh, um, sometimes the nights were really difficult because uh, then, of course, uh, not everybody can go to sleep and then you can see people sleeping in the train station. But sometimes they are staying here because the next day they are moving forward and they, they go somewhere else. So now that it's exactly a month since the war started, how does it compare now compared to when you first started volunteering here? Yeah, I think it's quiet. It's, it's much, much more quiet right now, uh, but uh, we are getting ready for a second wave. So I think the beginning, um, we need to learn a lot. And maybe it comes also from the fact that we have... Um, figured out many things already and the deliveries are you know coming and we have also our pl people who it who who bring us um, deliveries so in terms of fluctuation it was very unpredictable before but it was very busy right now it's still unpredictable but it's it's quiet compared to last three weeks okay so for people who want to help because there are many people all over the world who want to assist volunteering efforts like yours what are the most in need or in demand items that people could send or donate that's an extremely difficult question um 
I think right now, if I can talk for from the perspective of Krakow, I can talk from a perspective of what we need here at the at the place. But I also can see that many people are coming back, and I think it's just mostly food. It's a canned food. It's the small sweets, you know, like the grab and take food, which we uh, which we need here always because it's just uh, it brings a, a smile on the kids' faces when they get the juice box and uh, and a piece of chocolate, of course. And I should not be saying that because, of course, we want them <laughs> to eat healthy. <laughs> but but it's um, uh, it's very much needed. I think the um, in general, what is needed canned food. I hear also from different locations about such simple things like toothpaste and gels and toilet papers. We also have many requests for like pastas and rice and and tuna and cans because people just want to cook from that. Um, the instant soups, which we also give and water thank you very much for talking to me you're very welcome remember we'll be releasing the rest of the mini podcasts throughout the week so please do subscribe to sod's law on whichever podcast app you're using to listen to this so you don't miss them if you're on social media you can find updates episode clips and more with the handles at daniel m rosenberg and at sod's pod make sure you have a fantastic day and thanks for listening